0: Join Rowdy and Kyle every Monday and Thursday night for another episode of the Rowdy Magalite Show. Sponsored by On Tire Tailgate System. Three, two, one,
1: gentlemen, start your engine.
2: Not at the track? The Hot Pass Racing Network puts you at the track with ARCA and all the major NASCAR series. From Daytona to the final checkered flag, the Hot Pass Racing Network is your inside pass. All right. Hey, welcome to Thursday night edition of the Rowdy Maglai Show and uh Happy Father's Day weekend coming up to and happy Father's Day, uh, Kyle to your dad, if he's listening tonight and uh all the other guys at the track that actually usually are at the track, but this weekend everybody's off except uh the trucks series and they're gonna be at Knoxville Raceway, Kyle. Yeah, Rowdy.
0: Uh you know, fresh off the World of Outlaws appearance there last weekend. Uh, Brent Marks going out there, Anthony Macri. Uh, Marks winning the first night, and then Brian Brown, a Knoxville favorite, winning the second night. So uh, they're ready. I know they're ready for the second running of that event for the Clean Harbors 150. I'm not sure who the favorite is right now. Um, I know Austin Hill won the race last year. But, uh, yeah, not, not a lot of dirt ringers um, as we, we saw last year. Um, I know th- I know you and I were just talking pre-show. Uh, looks like there's only one cup driver running it. That's Todd Gilliland in the 17 truck for DGR. So, uh, that's kind of where we're at cup-wise. But, uh, yeah, a lot, lot of guys taking this weekend off. Uh, Kyle Larson's not racing anywhere. Um, Christopher Bell's been racing the, the all, uh, Indiana Sprint Week with the All-Star Circuit of Champions with Swindell Speed Lab. So, uh, still uh, racing going on, um, even even during the off weeks. Um you know, uh we've they you know, the first cup off week in a while. And uh, you know, it's weird to not have the Xfinity series for a few weeks either. You know, they they had their last race at Portland and um, they're going to national next weekend. So uh yeah, we got a we got a lot to cover. Arc at Berlin tonight. Uh also um the truck race at Knoxville. So and we have Kane Honeycutt calling in at, at seven ten to to discuss his plans as well.
2: Uh absolutely, uh Kyle. Uh, that Knoxville race, uh Kyle, never been to Knoxville Raceway.
0: Uh looks like a pretty neat place to be at. A lot of history there. Um, you know, that, that that's when I always tell you about the PA Dirt tracks. You know, look at you look at Port Royal. That opened in nineteen thirty eight, Williams Grove opened in nineteen thirty nine, Sealands Grove opened in nineteen forty six. I mean there's a lot of history, um, especially with the PA dirt. Um, you know, and I, I just wanna I'm a little bummed tonight. Um the, uh, USAC Eastern Storm 410 Sprint Doubleheader at Fields Grove got rained out. Uh, I can understand that because there's, a, there's a, most of the states under a tornado watch tonight. So, uh, yeah, weather's looking a little, 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 uh, little unpredictable, but, um, you know, they'll, they'll be back at it tomorrow night at Williams Grove Speedway, uh, with the USAC Wingless Sprint Cars. And then, uh, Saturday, the, uh, the Doubleheader, the USAC Doubleheader, the Eastern Storm Wingless Sprint Cars and the Silver Crown Cars and also the 410 Sprint Cars at Port Royal Speedway. Where I was just that last week, so uh, you know. And then then it wraps up Sunday night with the uh, the Eastern Storm finale at the Bloomsburg Fair Raceway. Uh, second year they have they have hosted the finale. I was there last year. I unfortunately, won't be able to make it this year. But uh, still a lot of racing to get done. Uh, hopefully the weather cooperates for the weekend. And uh, Rowdy, uh, I guess I can announce this. You know, with with the with the Grove postponement tonight, uh, my dad has cut me a deal uh to go to the uh PA Wednesday Speed Week event at Port Royal. So uh kind of a nice trade off there. Uh, I'm gonna get a race in before uh, you come to the to PA. So uh gonna try and you know, maybe we'll see maybe we'll see Kyle Larson there. I don't know yet, but uh still a lot up in the air, seven thousand to win on Wednesday, June 29th. So uh yeah, I got a lot coming up. You got PA Speed Week not far. Uh, starting, I think next week. So there's, there's just a lot going on right now, and we're, we're in the we're in the heart of, of racing season, Rowdy.
2: Yes, we are, Kyle. Uh, you're absolutely right. Uh, and uh, my swings. I'm trying. I'm busy now, Kyle. You know, every day I'm, I'm I'm working for that. Hopefully, be gone for at least two good weeks, Kyle. Get some racing in up your way. I'm looking forward to it. So I
0: know I know at least my schedule, uh what I have coming up quickly. Um I have the Super Dirt Car Series race at Bloomsburg Fair Raceway Wednesday, July thirteenth. And then uh after that we'll be at Port Royal the next week. So a lot lot of stuff going on.
2: I'm looking forward to Port Royal. God, I'm I'm ready to uh knock that one off too. Mahoney Valley last year and, and Lincoln going to be hard not to go back to Mahoney Valley, too.
0: Yeah, we can't do it all, Rowdy. Um, you know, you and I have talked about this. Um, we want to get you to Williams Grove as well uh, for their World of Outlaws show. They just happen to be in the state the same weekend as the Pocono race. So I'm going to try and get you there Saturday night after cup qualifying. And, uh, you know, I, I, I know, you know, with the start time of the race, we can't make the BAPS race. At least I don't think we're going to. Uh, the Kevin Goebel Classic on on Sunday, July 24th at BAPS Motor Speedway, going um, to be after you know if that Cup race started at one o'clock around, I, I guarantee we would easily made it. But um, that's the way it goes, and you know these three o'clock starts, where that's what we have. So um, you know the 400 mile race is back at Pocono this year. Uh, busy weekend, uh, practice and qualifying back. Um, you know all four series there: ARCA, affinity Truck, and Cup. And, uh, you know, not down to one race now, one cup race a year there. Um, another one going to Gateway, at which we were at. So, um, yeah, really looking forward to Pocono coming up. Uh, I know it's, it's about a month away. But uh, I'm just hoping we have a good weather weekend and we can get everything in.
2: Yeah, yes, sir. Uh, Kyle Mishkin, when's that race file in? They've moved that race around.
0: I believe it's it's the week after the Indy Road Course.
2: Yeah, that's that's an awesome track, Kyle. Uh, fast track. I'm looking forward to seeing that the new car at that track. Also, all these cars, uh, Kyle, with the race going back to Coliseum. I mean, that don't shock me, but that was a pretty decent race. I, th- I thought it he held up a lot better than what I was, I was expecting.
0: Seemed like a typical short track race. You know, I like the heats. I like, you know, the, the, right. the B veins and everything, the last chance qualifiers. I like that format, uh, just for a special race like that. Uh, it's good to see that. And, uh, you know, uh, just, uh, good to see the call the class going back to the Coliseum It kind of gave it its own identity. So, uh, kind of good to see that. And, uh, yeah, see if Joey Legano can go back-to-back on back the Clash or we'll see a different driver. So um, I, liked, I liked it. Um, I didn't have a problem with the Clash. Um, I don't know what the – if there was an outrage, I don't know what it was about. But, uh, I mean, I like short track racing. I'm all for short tracks, and I'm, I'm all for racing. But, um, you know, so it's, it's been good. You know, it's good to have that short track in there, even if it's just on a – you know, at the Coliseum. Uh, you know, it's good to have it.
2: I thought the Sonoma race that uh, next gen car held up pretty decent. I mean, that's kind of I think one of the reasons it was built for. Well, it was really built to be one car all in one. And according to what everybody's expectation, Kyle, they, they're the using these chassis. I mean, they don't they don't know what car won what race. Of course, they say that, but you know they do, Kyle. <laughs>
0: yeah, and it produced another first-time winner in Daniel Suarez. So, um, good to see him get the victory lane and finally get the monkey off his back. Um, probably tired of hearing about his teammate winning two races. So, he's finally in the winner's column and uh, finally make the all-star race two route. He doesn't have to race his lane anymore, So um, at least next year. But, uh, yeah, good win for that team, the 99, and they, they've they been knocking on the door of victory lane, and they finally got in there. So, uh, Sonoma's always been a nice track. Um, also, they, they, they went back to the, uh, the, the, the 1.99 lay- mile layout this year. They, they didn't go do the carousel like they have the last few years. Just went back to the normal course. So, um, I, I didn't know that until I saw the, the race lap distances and, um, uh, you know, they had, uh, Arca West trucks and cups truck series the first time back there in 24 years uh the typical west state that's that that accompanies the cup race at sonoma so uh yeah it was uh like it was a good weekend you know a lot of good racing and uh yeah um i know you and i have been talking about guests we're trying to get Dale quarterly on um third in that arca race west race at sonoma not too bad for 61 years old so um yeah we're, we're really looking forward to, to having some big things here coming up forward and Um, You know we got to get through this weekend first.
2: There you go, Kyle. (laughs) Get get through this weekend. So we're waiting on Caden to call in. Uh, Caden's been a busy man since I've seen him. At actually seen him in uh, Montgomery, Montgomery Speedway. He's uh, he's not scared to race dirt regularly or, or asphalt. He does both, Kyle.
0: Good to have a versatile driver like that who likes both asphalt and dirt and can race in either one. Um, that's that. That takes a lot of talent to do. Um, you know, dirt is different than asphalt. I mean, there's always you know you know you know it's both racing, but there's always there's always it's, it's differences and similarities when you compare the two.
2: Yeah, exactly, Kyle. Um, you know, Larson does a good because I think of. Uh, it's all of his dirt experience, Kyle. I, I, he drives that car up close to the wall, and and he likes it, and it's fast.
0: Rowdy, he, he's good in anything. It doesn't matter what it is. A dirt late model, a sprint car, NASCAR car, he always runs up front, it seems like. So, uh, you know, coming to some of these new tracks this year, Bridgeport, you know, that was his first visit there. Uh, since it was reconfigured to a four tenth mile and you know, been to other race tracks. So uh, a lot on his plate, you know, he's been to Port Royal already this year. Um hey, the off the Martinsville Cup race. Yes, well,
2: Robbie. I got uh Caden, I believe calling in here right now. I'd like to bring in our our first caller tonight, Caden Honeycut. Welcome back to the Rowdy Maglite Show, Caden.
3: Hey Marty. how are you doing, man? Good to be back.
2: Man Caden, uh you've been a busy guy since I seen you in Montgomery at uh, the Speedway yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, I've very much. Going from uh, asphalt to dirt. What's it like trying to transition yourself from asphalt to dirt from week to week, well, Caden?
3: Well, you know, I I don't know, man. It's it's really it's hard to to say more than it is just a natural feeling, um, especially when you get no practice basically for the dirt you get thrown right into qualifying the heat races and races um you know i've done it for i I think long enough for a couple of years that i've been able to pick it up right away whether uh if i not do it for a certain period of time um but i mean i don't know man. it mostly feels like a natural feeling to me and nothing really uh changes much but yeah uh but no it's it's fun you know i've enjoyed the learning process and you know, I'm not uh, going to stop learning anything, so there's always something to be uh, learned and uh, get better at. So that's, you know, every time I go on the racetrack, that's what I try to do at least.
2: Well, Caden, you put a period on one uh, moment in life, and that's graduating school. Yeah,
3: I sure did. That it was uh, not a long year for me, but it was it was roughly not as uh, it was smooth as, as it probably could have been, so that was pretty fortunate for that, especially for everything that's been going on this year.
2: Well, Caden, you, you had a big announcement come out. Uh you're gonna be racing three races in the truck series? Yeah, sir. three
3: uh starting at Nashville uh next week and on Friday and uh the three races are separated by a month, uh and then August uh, 13th at Richmond and then Kansas September ninth.
2: What well, is it for the reason you picked those tracks? Um,
3: okay. Mostly
2: uh, for the
3: mostly for the approval side and mostly for because uh, I'm already committed for the uh, for the cars tour uh, for, with Mr. Nelson. So that's what we've uh, the most of the, some of the schedule races that are on there are conflicted with that. So obviously I, I'm not going to break that uh, yeah. in any sort of way. So and also trying to run for a championship in the car store. So, you know, that's that's what uh, mostly that was in for.
0: Hey, Caden, you got Kyle here. Uh, my first question for you is uh, talk a little bit about how your truck debut went in Martinsville. Uh, I know it's not the way you wanted it to go, but what were, what were some of the takeaways from it? You know, man,
3: it, it, was, definitely, uh, it was definitely different from what I, I've been used to. Um I was able to pick up on it I felt like uh rather at a at a good pace um I felt like if I had practice, I think I would have been a lot sharper for the race but um but yeah I, I learned mostly the way the truck feels, mostly the the horsepower and the tire that it's that it's on. I feel like i got a a, a good grip of that um so knowing that the Nashville, I think i'll have some i have some things learned uh, that when I go back and to Nashville next week, even though it's not the same racetrack, but it's I know the characteristics on what it does different in way it uh, it could and supposed to handle, um, and also the way the brake pedal works. You know, it's a lot, lot stiffer than what I thought it was going to be. So um, yeah, there's just there was things I learned, uh, the way the races work, and you know everything uh, adapted. And so it was uh, we have, I learned some things, and hopefully be back better at Nashville, uh, better and not make same mistakes that i did last time
0: my second question for you is how are you getting ready for nashville are you doing anything on the simulator um have you uh, viewed old races i mean what what do you what have you been doing to prepare for this race coming up next week
3: Well, i i did i have used iRacing racing uh pretty much for the last uh three days mostly because i have i wasn't home all the way until uh this month this week on monday and I used uh, all those three days to prepare running the truck at Nashville. Um, and then I had to, to leave to uh, Dominion uh, this morning to uh, to go ahead and get ready to go for this weekend's car tour. So I had three days to test. And then Monday and Tuesday is a, is a shot work day at G2G to get the trucks ready. And also run the e car Cocoa racing Series on Tuesday. And then Wednesday I'll try and run some laps on an iRacing simulator in, in the North Carolina area uh, over in Charlotte. I'll find something to be able to do it. But, um, and then we'll test Tri-County on two, on Thursday of next week for uh, the Car a Pro 8 Mile Series, and then we'll head to Nashville on Friday. So not much testing time, but uh, I, I do squeeze in as much as I possibly can. And I know Nashville pretty well, because since, considering I've been on the sim for a while.
0: My last question for you is: Out of all your truck starts, um, I know you had Martinsville already done. And you have the three other ones. I mean, what, what's the one that you're looking most forward to? Oh man, that's that's a tough one.
3: Uh, I, I'm really, really looking forward to Richmond, uh, mostly because on the sim, that's like I, I'm pretty sure that's my second best track on, on iRacing. Um, so I feel like I'll know I know Rich I'll know Richmond pretty well, uh, pretty much like I've. It seems it'll probably seem like I've been there before. Um, so yeah, I'm looking to forward to Richmond the most out of any place.
2: Caden, uh, you know, about halfway through the season here, how do you kind of grade yourself so far?
3: Oh, you know, for the dirt side, I, I, we've won over 14 races this year and, uh, halfway through, uh, since halfway through the year, I think that was pretty good for the dirt side. So I give that a, a, a great, A, I would say. Yeah, um,
2: that's, and that's pretty fun, good. You know,
3: we we've been we've been struggling a little bit trying to find speed. Other than our, our first race at Caraway, uh, kind of just let that slip away. Um, on, not on our side is this a strategy call that we tried to make and unfortunately it didn't work. But um, yeah, we've had a, a rough couple uh, a couple of weeks. Uh, I would say about four weeks in the car stir sure. that really put us behind the eight ball. Um, so we're working hard to. To fix that, hopefully that will be our first fix. We had a good run last, the, the other week at uh, Langley. Uh, we're going to look some, for some spots better and uh, openly try to win the race at Dominion and try to go on a tear after this weekend's over and uh, get get closer to the point lead and, you know, try win more races and obviously try to win the championship at the same time.
2: Caden, is all that uh, truck car time behind the wheel sitting by in a car? Getting from track to track.
3: Yeah, I mean it, I mean it's tough. Um, you know, I am not so much as a settling person when it comes to travelling. I'm constantly everywhere. So yeah, it's uh it's not the best, but most of my travelling comes in a truck and I'm not on airplane, so um yeah, it's it's tough but you know, I don't not enjoy doing it. I love doing it and uh
2: you know I, know. I would try to
3: love to do it even more, so that's <laughs> that's what our goals are.
2: Uh, let's talk about guys at the shop that make you go round, okay? In uh, the car store? Yes, sir.
3: Okay, yeah, the, Jeff and, and DJ and Trivlett, uh they they work extremely hard on our race cars. Um, awesome guys. Uh, without those three, we probably wouldn't be at the racetrack every weekend. Um, they were on the, on the car store schedule. Um, yeah, they work their tails off trying to find speed for me and Bobby, and you know we're we're getting close. It's just a matter of time whenever we hit it, and and uh, it's pretty much try to be on an unstoppable pace. So, um, yeah, that we're, we're they work hard, and we're just uh, like I said, we're just trying to get back on get on track. Where we're uh, supposed to be at
2: uh, sponsors. It helps you go. Okay. Uh, Friends of Jacqueline,
3: uh, Solid, solid our um, Airs, Osborne Elson, Motorsports, uh, motor um, Gravel Locos on-tire tailgate system, uh, race Face brand development, Celtec trailers, uh, everybody that's on my family involved, uh, all my partners on, the, uh, on our job sites, I appreciate them um, for their hard work, of course. Um, yeah, just all my, my mom and dad, my family, and everybody that works hard for me, I appreciate all of them.
2: Okay, you know it's a it's a great great sport, but it takes a lot of time, and it's involved, especially with your parents. Uh, you get to spend a lot of time with your dad that a lot of people don't get to spend time with. I'm sure. Yeah,
3: I, j- I sure do. We uh, mean, them enjoy it, and you know it's stressful. It really is, but you know we talk, we try to make it worthwhile in the end. That's what our goals are.
2: And you keep keep Shane straight. Yeah, I try. I can't
3: can't hold on to him, but he's kind of a loose cannon. uh, That's right.
4: Yeah,
2: I appreciate
3: appreciate him for for helping out my dad on on the business side of uh, helping us out with whatever stuff. And uh, he he said he might be at Nashville, so we'll see if uh, all that comes together. But, yeah, we're looking forward to it, looking forward to Dominion this weekend. That's our first goal, and uh, we're going to keep on moving forward.
2: Where can they follow you at on the social media side? Caden hey. uh, Honeycutt Racing
3: uh, on, on Facebook. Uh, my personal stuff at Caden Honeycutt, Caden uh, Honeycutt 10 on Instagram, and Kaden W. Honeycutt on Twitter.
2: Caden, man, congratulations on the truck ride. I'm looking forward to seeing you in, in the trucks, and uh, good luck on the car tour. Uh, uh, hey, that's not an easy uh, feat. That's a good class of cars and racing right there. It sure
3: is. We'll have about 26 cars this weekend, so it's going to be a good field and good show, and hopefully we'll
2: come out on top. Thank you, Caden. Appreciate it. Thank you, Roddy. Thank
5: you. At times like this, I think how lucky I am to be a NASCAR Winston Cup driver and how fortunate I am to have a great sponsor like Napa Auto Parts because Napa understands quality and value and the importance of having a friendly, knowledgeable staff. And it's at times like this looking around at the empty grandstands and listening to the silence of pit road, that I realize I'm at the wrong track.
2: All right, Kyle, Caden, and Honeycutt, busy young man. And Kyle, I know about driving miles. I mean, uh... To get to the tracks and what he's talking about, you'd have to have a a helichopper to get to where he's going.
0: Yeah, a lot of uh, drivers do that. You know, they do have uh, private jets and helicopters. And, yeah, he is running around all over the place. You know, the Cars Tour, the NASCAR Camp World Truck Series. So, uh, has those three starts coming up for G2G motor racing. So, interested to see how he does. Hopefully, it turns out better than Martinsville. And, uh, you know, we'll see how he does in these three truck races.
2: Well, Kyle, uh, we're talking uh, Knoxville racing up this weekend, and it's going to be on FS1 June the 18th. But we got a soundtrack of Derek Kraut's uh, pre-Knoxville, and I like to play it.
4: Hi, Derek. Can you hear me okay?
2: Yeah, I can hear you.
4: Awesome. How are you doing? Yes, we can hear you just Good, fine. You. How are you? Okay,
3: perfect. Good, how about yourself?
4: Doing well. We are um, all getting getting excited for Knoxville this weekend. Um, thank you for uh, spending some time with us here this afternoon. Um, we will go right into questions for you. We'll start off with Mike Kimberly. Go ahead, Mike. So you on mute. Mike. Maybe yeah. now? Yes.
1: Yeah. Derek, you uh Knoxville was obviously a highlight for you last year. Talk about your experience there, please.
6: Uh yeah, it's I mean it's another dirt track. It's it's definitely fun how much the track changes from from when you unload to to practice and then throughout practice and then the heat races and qualifying. So or the heat races and feature. It's it's uh it's interesting with how it rubber's up. It takes rubber and then it kinda turns into an asphalt track to be honest with you. We just it's one groove and if you get out of that groove you're kinda you're in trouble a little bit, but uh it's it's a fun racetrack and I learned a lot from last year and hopefully we can kinda repeat what we did last year and just, just be there at the end of the thing and uh hopefully we can get a win.
1: Ben Rhodes a little while while ago, uh described last year's race as sort of total chaos once the track rubbered up Uh, a a lot of uh, unusual driving I guess he might have put it would did it get kind of out of control for you
6: yeah I mean for sure I, I feel like that's for everyone it just I mean once it turns into once it gets rubbered up it turns into one groove and that's the only groove you can be in or else you're going backwards so it's always a fight to get to the bottom and uh, it got rough last year for sure, and I feel like it's probably going to do the same thing again this year. So uh, it'll be definitely a good, good race to watch, and uh, it, it'll be a lot of fun. Thanks. Yep. Our right, next question will
1: go to Daniel McFadden. Go
4: ahead,
1: Daniel. Hey, Derek. So,
7: based off your your one race there at Knoxville last year, like, what are some do's and don'ts? that you learned about how how to race there in a truck? Uh, the do's are get in the rubber
6: when it rubber's up and the don'ts are don't, don't get out of the rubber. I mean, it's, it's such a tough, tough race and tough race to balance because if you, you start on the outside, you're I mean, you're pretty much guaranteed to lose a couple of spots just trying to get in and it, it single files out quick. And, Uh, You kind of got to be aggressive on the way you get back in. And, uh, I mean, that's just part of how that that race goes, just because of how fast it rubbers up and takes rubber. I mean, I guess I could be completely wrong. It it might not take rubber and just kind of stay slicked off and you can run anywhere. But uh, I don't know what it's going to do. But but if it does take rubber, you're going to definitely want to be on the bottom.
7: How much can you approach this track as if it's a – like a dirt martinsville uh
6: actually that's a really good comparison uh it's really flat it's half mile i feel like i mean that's as close as it's going to get to to a asphalt track in the dirt martinsville and uh it's it's re- actually really really
8: similar all
7: right thank you next we'll go
4: to bob pockers go ahead bob
8: yeah, Derek. Every time I see Bill McEnally, he's like, "Well, you know, three races left to win, or four races to go. We, we gotta get a win." I'm curious mm-hmm. just how close you feel you are to a win, and as far as the last three races here of uh, the regular regular season, um, how much um, or the last four? How much do you? How much do you? Is there anyone that you feel like you're closer than the others?
6: Um, I feel like Knoxville is a really good opportunity. Uh, we we ran good there last year and had we won the first two stages and then got a left for flat and then like everyone's been saying, it's been it turned into chaos at the end and we were able to finish fifth. But I feel like Knoxville is a good opportunity, and then uh, Nashville we were good there too. So uh, there's there's a couple good tracks coming up. The one on um, circling and kind of concerned about is mid Ohio. I've never been there. I've ran some laps on iRacing, racing and it's tougher than what you think it would be. So uh that's that's the one that I gotta focus on and try to try to get better at. But I feel like the oval races that are
4: left. I feel like it was a
6: good opportunity and hopefully hopefully we can get a win.
4: Thank you. Yep. Next we'll go to Brendan Carroll. Go ahead Brendan. Hey Derek so what is uh What's it been like going from driving Toyotas to now being with Chevy and having uh, now multiple trucks coming out of that stable at, uh, with the team?
6: Um, it's It's been, I feel like it's been really good. Uh, we, we had a really good partnership with Toyota and it was kind of closing one book and opening another. I feel like Chevy's been really, really good to us from, being able to work with Josh Wise and Scott Speed and their program, and then also just the help that we get from Chevy and then also GMS. GMS has been a big help for us, and uh, it's always good to have a teammate just because you can bounce ideas off of each other and uh, learn with each other along the way and just, just try to be as productive as possible.
4: Thank you. Good luck this weekend. Thank you. Take
6: our next question from Matias Viana. Go ahead. Hello, Derek. I am Matias Viana. My consult is uh, uh, what, what are, your, are your expectations from Nash, uh, Knoxville and Nashville and uh, uh, is it going to get rearranged in Nashville from the uh, opportunity in 2021 uh, yeah, we, uh, we had really good runs at both those tracks. So, uh, like I said earlier, it's going to be an opportunity race and we just got to capitalize on it. We got to go back to those race tracks racetracks to, uh, with being just as good, if not a little bit better. And I feel like everybody that's working on my truck and shop every day is, uh, working hard towards that goal. And I believe that they'll be able to bring me better trucks than what we had last year. And, uh, hopefully we can Capitalize on that and get a win either there at Knoxville or Nashville. And if you can't get the win, just capitalize and get really good points. Thanks, Derek. Very good luck in Knoxville. Thank you.
4: All right. Do we have any additional questions for Derek before we let him go? All right, Derek, uh, thank you for hopping on. And uh, we'll see you this weekend in Knoxville. Wish you the best of luck. All
6: right. Thank you.
2: All right, Kyle, Knoxville's
0: here, and it's real for the Truck Series. Second time they've been on dirt this year, too. Uh, Ben Rose won the last truck race on dirt at Bristol, and it really made the outside, the outside really came in there at one point. So I'm interested to see how the track's going to be throughout the night and uh, see, you know, how, how they can be able to keep up with it.
2: Well, Kyle, uh, We've got another little sound bite of Ben Rose, and let's let's go on and play it, too. Hey,
4: Ben. Hello. Can you hear me okay? Hey. Yeah, I think so. How are you? Awesome. I'm good. How about yourself? Yeah,
5: doing good. Doing good.
4: Great. Um, well, thank you uh, so much for spending some time with us this afternoon. We appreciate it um, as we get ready to head to Knoxville this weekend. Um, why don't you just start us off by, uh, you know, Taking us through last year a little bit, you, um, you started 18th. You worked your way up to a top-ten finish, uh, came home 7th. Obviously, you found something there that was working for you. Um, what did you learn last year, and how do you think you can take that and capitalize this year?
5: Uh, well, I, I mean, kind of a loaded question, to be honest with you. The racing last year was, was just really, really, really rough. Um, I, honestly, I think that's the best word for it, is just rough. Uh, it turned into a point where uh, there were certain trucks. I'm not going to say numbers or names, yet you'll find out this weekend. I have a feeling they'll do the same thing. Uh, but last year, they would just turn right on you on the straightaway, turn left or right, depending on what lane you were in. Uh, we saw the bottom was pretty much the place to be. Uh, the track took rubber and, and got pretty fast and almost turned into like a, uh, an asphalt race of some sort, just a really, really rough version of it. So it was elbows out racing the whole time. And it seemed like the folks that were the most rough made up some spots, but eventually it would come back to bite them and somebody would have enough and, and wreck them. Um, so I think the thing for me is I don't want to partake in any of that. I did my best not to last year. Um, you know, if I was around those rough individuals, some, most of the time I let them go because it was a long race and it wasn't worth getting an in, in any incidents. Um, so I would like to just have a nice, quiet race. Everybody else can fight and do what they want. Um, but I, I don't know, I have a feeling it's going to be really, really rough again. And, um, I just hope that everybody kind of looks at the big picture and understands that there's not a, you know, there's no reason to tear up the trucks if you're faster than than trying to make the pass, but, uh, let's not be turning left and right. Like we were last year that, that was like bumper cars or or go-kart racing.
4: All right, well, we will now open uh, the floor to questions. We will start off with Bob Pockers. Just a reminder to um, me, if you have a question, please raise your hand within the Zoom platform or type us the chat, and uh, we'll be sure to get to as many questions uh, as we can. We'll start with Bob Pockers, go ahead, Bob. You're on mute, Bob. Yeah, Ben,
8: yeah, ben along those lines, um, do you, last year's race was 45% run under caution. Do you, and A, hey, do you think this year's race will be the same and why or why not
5: uh yeah i do um there's one variable that i think that can change that and that's going to be the track press. i've heard uh that they're planning on trying to fill up the track under one of the stage breaks and you know pretty much reset the playing field if that happens i don't think it's going to be as bad but if the track takes rubber and it gets to an extremely rubbered up point like it did last year, then yeah, I anticipate the race will be will be pretty rough again and a lot of cautions. And that's just that just stems from the fact that you have so much grip, but you're still going slow enough to, you know, throw your truck at people and not have a huge uh, damage penalty from it. So I, I just I just anticipate it's gonna be very similar. And now let's say they do tear up the track and they do till it up and they and you know it gets back to a dusty flicked off position again. Well, that'll change the racing for a little bit. And I think everybody is going to have to race smarter. And if you do need to pass somebody and you have to get them off the bottom, well, that'll be easier to do. You can just give them a little nudge at that point rather than having to drive through them. Uh, When it got rubbered up last year, people would gas up in the middle of the corner, uh, just floor it, and try to push you out of the groove. Uh, It's just I've never seen anything like it.
8: And do you think it'll change? You guys are using the Bristol tire and not the tire that you had last year at Knoxville.
5: Uh, I don't know that, you know, that's a good question, Bob, I, the tires, it seems like we can come back a year later and we have the same tire and it races completely different. So I don't really know what to make of the tires to go around. I know my engineer and crew chief, they look at all that data, but as for me, I'm just going to try to hop in it and drive it. I just anticipate that it's going to take rubber again. And I think you're going to see the start of practice. It's going to be really quick at first. It's going to start slicking off. The speeds will slow down, slow down, slow down. It'll take rubber, and then it'll be as fast as ever at the end of the night when when practice is all said and done. So I, I'm anticipating the same thing, regardless of a different tire or, or the same tire of Bristol. Thank you, yes, sir. All right,
8: our next question will
4: come
8: from Cameron Richardson. Go ahead, Cameron. Hey Ben, <clears throat> playoffs are coming up. So how much do you weigh? How much do you weigh a regular season title when you already have? the championship last year you've already accomplished the biggest thing you can in trucks so you know how much is that regular season title on your mind
5: um well to be honest with you it's weighed on me since daytona uh i've thought of really nothing else except that regular season championship right now and it's not because you know I, i want the regular season trophy or any of any of that like that that doesn't matter to me i want the trophy at the end of the year but what matters to me are those bonus points those 15 playoff points are pretty big at three race wins, you know, and and right now we're within grasp of getting it. I don't want to give it up, and it's a shame that last year we led for so long, and then the last several races before the regular season championship, we gave up the lead, I think we fell back to third. I don't want to repeat that. I want to capitalize on this opportunity right now, and unfortunately, the past few races, we've been giving up some points. Um, After uh, the four pops are tired this past weekend, you know, we went from probably having a good top 10 run to 18th and we might have lost you know, I don't know about 10 points right there so I want to play it smart here but at the same time I know that we're going to Knoxville and that the racing is going to be very chaotic so I'm prepared to be as elbows up as I have to um, I just want to make sure that whatever we do we hold on to this lead and I, I right now look I want to win races I want to win Knoxville I want to win all these places but even above the win right now the regular season championship is my P1 priority.
8: Thank you.
4: Next question will come from Dustin Albino. Go
1: ahead, Dustin. Hey, Ben. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Hey, so I'm doing a, a story on Thor Sports. So
6: this, I had a couple broad questions for you. But you, this is your seventh year with the team. Um, overall, like, what's it been like uh, being in, in the mold there for the last seven years?
5: Uh, I've, I've enjoyed the heck out of it. Honestly, I can't believe that it's been seven years. <laughs> it doesn't feel like it. Uh, it's funny though, how things have changed, but everything has still stayed the same over that time period, you know, Thor Sport racing, I feel like has gone through a lot of growth since 2016 when I started, uh, you know, Matt Crafton's got a championship. I got a championship. We've seen a lot of different drivers come and go. Um, but one thing that's really stayed the same has been their commitment to the truck series and that steady growth that they're committed to. Uh, now you see us running five trucks out of, out of Thor Sport, uh, occasionally at races. And I mean, last year, that was the first time with Paul Menard. Um, now, you know, they're doing it with Johnny Sauter. I think that just speaks volumes about how they're building everything and how they're trying to build everything in house now. Um, and how they're building the steady program year over year. I think Thor Sports been in it for 27, 28 years now. So a very long time. <laughs> I'm pretty proud to say that I'm, I've been a part of that history.
6: And they got a lot of the records. Um, obviously you got the, the championship, uh, last year, but like, like what is it like just being one of the, the drivers that delivered them a championship?
5: Well, well, you know, I, I guess I hadn't really thought of it in that sense um, that we were the one that gave them the owners and the drivers as much as like, I, I really enjoy just hearing the stories about what Thor sport was and what it is today. Um, you know, I'll bring up random drivers or random like trivia about racing to, to Duke uh, or to whoever at, at ThorSport sport that's been there a long time. And they'll come back with things that I never even knew about the team, drivers that drove for them, you know, 10, 20 years ago, 30, or almost 30 years ago. And it just blows my mind. Like, they've had such high-level um, talent that I've raced for them. I, I don't know. It's humbling for me to know that, you know, I'm, I'm in that same – like, I'm in that realm. Like, I'm, I'm racing for somebody that has, has all this experience and has all these people that they've surrounded themselves with, and I'm one of the small, you know, people that have done it. I don't know. That's really humbling to me. I don't know if there's a good way to describe it, but they'll tell me stories and it just blows my mind. Like, you know, I just get a blank stare and I'm just like, Ooh, you know, crazy.
1: (laughs) Well, thanks, Ben. Thank you.
4: Next we'll go to Mike Embry. Go ahead,
1: Mike. Hi, Ben. You, You talked about the rough driving at Knoxville last year. Was there any other race last year that even remotely compared to it in that sense?
5: Uh, pr- pr- probably not. I mean, like you go into Martinsville or other short tracks and you know what to expect, That's it's short track driving. Um, Knoxville was another level. I mean, it reminded me, honestly, I have flashbacks to the go-karts. Um, I had flashbacks to racing indoor kart races where, you know, just the roughest driving you can imagine. Uh, but, you know, that was just the way that it was back then. And, and it was go-karts, so it could take it. But now we're driving 3,400-pound race trucks. I I wasn't a fan of all that. I mean, it probably made for great entertainment for the fans. I I don't doubt that at all. all. Uh, But from the team perspective and for this group of us, this garage that has to travel with one another every single week and you have to compete against each other every single week, it adds a certain level of stress and
1: excitement that um, I don't think was there before, or at least not at that level. Um, In a lot of cases, dirt track racing in general is sort of like that was that part of it or was it more you talked about the track rubbering up and that sort of asphalt nature of it was that more so than the than the dirt track background stuff yeah i think so i mean you look at eldora and just the history of
5: trucks on dirt and i mean yeah the races can be rough but as far as intentional dirty driving like it was very limited i i mean a lot of it was accidents or um getting into corners too hard and yeah the trucks look rough but it's it's you know it's just hard racing and it's mistakes by drivers this was a lot of intentional stuff and the only difference from Knoxville versus the other racetracks we've gone to it's it's the lack of banking and the rubbered up uh, dirt we've never had rubbered up dirt before so I, I attribute it to that um and look I mean it doesn't hurt that it's halfway through the season now and we're, we're going on this seventh or eighth week and this, you know, continual stretch that we've been in, emotions are, I mean, I can tell you right now from being in the garage, remote, uh, the emotions are, are really high at this point. Um, the Frustrations are really high for a lot of teams. And I've, I honestly have been telling my guys, I'm like, y'all just stay calm. Let's sit back and enjoy watching the other people blow up. You know, let's watch them have tough times. Let's, let's enjoy that and appreciate that we're not in those situations. And even when the days are bad, Let's just remember that it could be worse. That's been my philosophy this year, and so far we're doing okay. And, look, we've had a lot of bad races, Um, but when it comes to Knoxville, I don't have any expectations. We're just going to go there, be grateful we're we're racing, and we're, you know, at a dirt track, and we're going to have fun. It's got a good local grassroots feel, and we're just going to be elbows out and make sure that we take care of ourselves. Thanks. Next we'll go to Daniel
7: McSadden. Go ahead, Daniel. Hey, Ben. So I, my, my first question is a very important question. Um, how many days of growth are we talking about on, on the face right now?
5: Uh, uh, oh, boy. Uh, man, at least probably three hours. <laughs> I'm a real man's man, you know. I go every two hours I've got a shave.
7: So I don't think I've ever seen you with facial hair, so I I had had to ask.
5: (laughs) My problem – look, here, I'll go ahead. We'll get personal here. My problem is is that I have a baby face, so I've also got very sensitive baby skin. So, you know, I've got to wait until it's like the day of the race to clean up, or otherwise it just gets real bad.
7: (laughs) All right. Okay. So um, you, you mentioned Martinsville, and I'm curious, does Knoxville kind of race like a dirt
5: Martinsville in any kind of way? Yeah, I think so. I mean, honestly, we're going to this track with reinforced everything, (laughs) which doesn't happen unless you're going to like a Martinsville. Um, And we're planning on approaching it just like a short track, just like Martinsville. So, I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head for sure. So driving wise, can you take anything
7: that you, you would do at Martinsville at Knoxville, especially when it gets into that rubbered up stage?
5: Yeah, a, a little bit, Ma- mainly the rubbered up stage. Before that, I mean, it's 100% dirt. It's like, whoa, we're at, a, we're at a dirt track. It feels like dirt, drives like dirt. But once it gets rubbered up, yeah, you, you can take a little bit of what you learned from Martinsville. We're going to approach it a lot like that race uh, as far as setup and package goes. Um, and then as far as my driving to like the plan, Martinsville is all about keeping yourself out of trouble. And I find Knoxville is similar in that regard. Uh, the thing about Knoxville, though, is it was – nose to tail like the whole way through the field <laughs> at least martinsville you get some breaks right and mm-hmm. there's not much room to hide at martinsville but you can kind of find it if you're smart i i didn't find any room to hide last year at knoxville before i knew it we had a bumper bar hanging out of the nose and i'm getting black flagged and i don't even know what's going on they told me i looked like a unicorn and i didn't understand what that meant i had to go back and watch the replay and okay <laughs> you know it's like we're getting black flagged and here are these trucks are that, you know, have like James Bond spike wheels coming out and I've got like a unicorn hanging off the front end. Um, I, it's, I'm look, it's just going to be plain and simple. It's just going to be wild. Oh, uh, last week, Haley Deegan
7: talked about how she thinks that the series, that the truck series needs more discipline and structure. Um, I was curious what your views are on that and what you think needs to be done to implement that a little bit. Um,
5: well, I mean, I don't know if it needs more discipline and structure. I mean, people are what they are, and people are going to race how they race. I, I see it as, as, okay, well, you know, right now if we're, we're close enough. There's enough parity through the field that we're close enough we're running over one another. Well, um, give us more horsepower. Give us something that really, you know, separates it and makes it hard to drive uh, Sonoma was a really, really hard race to drive. And I mean, other than the restarts, I think everybody did a really good job of keeping clean and race, you know, hard by really hard and side by side. So, um, it just comes down to these restarts. I mean, we have stage racing now, which brings people back together, uh, on the restarts. Now it's harder than ever to pass. We go to some races, they've got this resin down that, uh, can alter the racing group a little bit. So everything that's being done is bringing the field closer and closer and closer um, which is making better and better racing um, for fans that are watching. I'm told, I'm told every week by fans that they love the Truck Series. This is in person. They, they love the Truck Series and that they don't miss a race. And I say thank you because <laughs> we're driving our butts off, and it's really stressful um, racing in such a close field right now. I mean, people ask all the time. They think, is this the closest you think the Truck Series field has ever been? And I do. I mean, without a doubt, the last seven years that I've been doing it, I feel like it's the toughest and closest and that's motors, that's bodies, that's the tires, that's the track prep. Um, it's the new rules package, the bump springs, it's it's everything. So, you know, if you want to get away from close racing, then, then maybe, you know, you change the rules up some, but I think the racing's close. It's fun to watch. Um, you just got to find a way to navigate it. And that's not easy. Uh, you almost have to set out your season and say, I want to finish X amount of races. And you have to give yourself X amount that you're going to set aside for being wrecked. And I mean, that's just what we've done. I know I'm going to get wrecked this year. It's just a matter of how many. I've had my fill though. I'm good. I don't need to be wrecked no more. I think I've been wrecked four or five times now this year. So no more would be great.
7: All right. Thanks, Ben.
4: Right. And we will take our final question for Ben from Matias Viana. Go ahead with your question.
6: Hello, Ben. Uh, my consult is depending on the championship and regu- regular season. Uh, what good is uh, good, good result in uh, Knoxville Raceway uh, that what, that you won in uh, Bristol a couple of months ago?
5: Yeah, um, I mean, I think a good result in Knoxville to me looks like solid points. I mean I would like a top five, right? But I need good stages and I would like to have more stage points than anybody at Knoxville. If not, then at least more than the folks that are immediately behind me. Uh in a top five. That would be successful in Knoxville for me. And I think that picture changes, you know, as as the season goes on, those goals stay the same, but the picture changes depending on how close they get to you in points. So um we're taking it race by race right now. I think it's four or five until the end of the regular season and I'm going to do everything I can to hold on to it. Uh, again, it would just be a huge kick in the shorts right now to lose it so close to the end. We've fought and fought and fought. And we've held on to it till now, but yeah, a, a good successful race at, at, at Knoxville would be, you know, more points than the people immediately behind me. It doesn't matter. If we get a win. I would like the win. I mean, obviously every weekend I want to win, but that's a lot easier said than done. So, I just got to take it with good goals that I know we can accomplish, and um, you know, not get wrecked. <laughs> I think that's that's the biggest thing.
4: Thanks, then.
6: Very good, and not to get away. Thank you.
4: All right, then. Thank you again for um, jumping on with us this afternoon, and uh, we'll see you this weekend in Knoxville.
5: All right. See y'all later. Thanks.
4: Thanks. To the media, just a reminder that we will have audio and video um, available from today's press conferences uh, shortly afterwards on NASCARmedia.com.
2: All right, Kyle. Uh, ben didn't feel the same way as Haley did about the... Haley, <laughs> Haley felt pretty strong about that bullying situation. I I, I don't blame her. Hey. You know, I can see where he would get out of out, out of shape.
0: Yeah, Roddy. Uh it's been uh it's been rough, I think, the truck series, but you know, it is very competitive. Always has been. And uh you know, we saw it over the weekend at Sonoma, we've seen it the last few races. Very competitive series, so uh you know, we've seen we've seen a lot of Cup drivers come in this year, get some extra track time, and also uh, win. So, I'm interested to see how that's going to play out uh, the next, you know, the last few races of the regular season, poking the regular season finale. So, uh, got a lot of storylines to cover when we go there, and you know, it's going to be a, a a big way to end the uh, regular season for the Truck Series.
2: So, uh, Move a little fast forward here, Kyle. Archer Menard series going to be at Berlin Raceway. Been there. What a track to see the Archer Menards series in. If you're around there, it's worth the drive, Kyle. I mean, they really, really put on a good show. The night I was there, ah, uh, it was one heck of a race. I even had a little rain shower, and it dried out, and it made for one heck of a finish. And that's also Kyle. That's part of the uh, Sioux Chief showdown uh, that they're having, part of the series. So Berlin's in that series.
0: It gives these drivers another option, you know, if they're not running the whole the whole year uh, to to run the the the, the, the Chief was it the Sioux Chief Short Track Challenge is that was called yep. Roddy?
2: Yep, it sure is. Um,
0: yeah, so I mean this is nothing new, you know, it's something they they've they've uh, they've developed over the last few years and now, you know, drivers can go out and race for multiple championships. So uh it's gonna be interesting to see if uh how racing does this weekend. They've been so good on the super speedways we're gonna see how they how their sport track program is as well. So uh really looking forward to that. And uh we have somebody coming back this week to the Arkham Menard series, Tom Hessert, uh gonna be driving for Venorine Motorsports, uh, he's back. In the 15 car, so I'm interested to see how he does as well. So, uh, a lot, lot of storylines going into Berlin, and then we got Elko coming up. So, uh, a lot, lot of stuff going on. You know, Middle Ohio is not far around the corner. Then we got Pocono. So, um, you know, an interesting, a uh, diverse range of tracks, and also uh, we get to see how these guys and girls how do out there. Uh, absolutely,
2: Kyle. So, what you got to take us out of the show tonight?
0: Well, Rowdy, uh, unfortunately, uh, my my race in Sealings Grove got rained out, so uh, I'm at I'm at my dad's. Uh, you know, like I said, we have talked about this. Uh, you know, re, you know, going to a different race, and it'll be the PA Speed Week Wednesday race at Port Royal Speedway, seven thousand to win on Wednesday, June twenty ninth. Uh, that'll be my next event. So, uh, really looking forward to that. Um, just just there over the weekend. Uh, make sure you check out the Rowdy Maglite site, uh, the Facebook page, my stuff's still up there, uh, from Port Royal last week. Um, you know, they have a big show coming up, you know, Eastern Storm's wrapping up this week, weekend, Williams Grove Friday night, Port Royal Saturday with the USAC Eastern Storm Wingless Sprint Cars and the USAC Silver Crown Cars. And also, uh, Sunday at Bloomsburg Fair Raceway for the Eastern Storm Finale. So that, that's kind of what's on the radar here in Pennsylvania, uh, like I said, PA Speed Week is, is next week already, 10 nights of racing. Um, starts at Williams Grove on uh, June, Friday, June 24th, and it ends at Seals Grove Speedway on su- Sunday, July 3rd. So um, not sure if we're going to get any, any surprises if that show up. Uh, we'll find out when we get to that week. And, uh, yeah, um, you know, a little different this year. PA Speed Week isn't around Pocono weekend. Um, still, at this traditional dates end of June, uh, beginning of July. So uh, really looking forward to seeing who's going to step up that week, see how everything turns out. And, uh, yeah, a lot of racing going on. Um, Almost forgot to mention, uh, we had, you know, the first two nights of the Eastern Storm, USAC Eastern Storm at Grandview Speedway for the Thunder on the Hill Racing Series and also at the Kingdom of Speed Bridgeport Speedway in New Jersey. So um, Brady Bacon, once again, uh, got his streak snapped last year four in a row at Grandview by Justin Grant. He actually has now won five of the last six races at Grandview Brady Bacon has. And uh I know our, we had uh, Briggs Danner on our show before he finished second at Grandview on Tuesday night. Uh he was running top five late at Bridgeport. It fell back a little bit. But uh yeah, it's been an interesting uh week you know week so far. Logan Seavie got the one at Bridgeport Wednesday night and uh like I said, Mother Nature won tonight. So uh, Rowdy, just looking forward to the speedway coming up. Uh, thankfully, you know, my dad will, and I will be at Port Royal Wednesday, uh, June 29th. He actually enjoyed it, by the way. Um, really enjoyed being there, um, being at one of the, PA, the, the premier PA dirt tracks. Um, you know, uh, the history, you know, Port Royal speedway opening up in 1938, Williams Grove 1939, Seals Grove 1946. So a lot of history with these tracks, and uh, Rowdy will be able to experience them here come July wear some of that old dirt on you when you go home kyle
2: you know people go to new orleans just to look at at, at the old place but go to an old dirt track like that and go home wearing it because it's it's thrown on you that I, I, that's you know that's a pretty awesome stat right there to be racing that long at, at, at that track and i bet they have some amazing film of that
0: yeah Roddy, we got the eastern motorsport uh museum of dirt i think i i don't know the exact name but i know that's not nearby um eastern museum of motorsports no, i know that's not too far away but uh but yeah maybe we'll have to make a trip there too as well Can you watch all right Springs, Roddy?
2: hey listen man appreciate you. Spending a little time with us tonight, Kyle, Caden, uh, Honeycutt. Uh, hopefully, I hate you got rained out, my man. But that's that's the way it goes. That can't is the way it
0: major, goes.
2: And you never win. No, you can't. You they, you just gotta go and and sit till they call the race. Hopefully, you're not there before you. You don't have to drive there to find out it's over. Hey, we'll be back Monday night. Follow it Thanks, up Roddy. on Thursday night. Thank you, Kyle. Hey, I got a TikTok that's on fire. Jump in there. Kyle, that uh Kyle Larson. I'm telling you. They like Kyle Larson.